Hi, this is Christine Meekum. And this is Julie Cooper. And welcome back to our second episode of Lean Into Learning, an RPDP podcast. And this is where literacy happens. Today, we're going to be talking about back to school. Yeah, back to school and building relationships. So we're going to focus on building relationships between teachers and students, building relationships between students and students, and building relationships between teachers and parents. You know, I always notice that when you look at those classrooms that are just smooth and running like a top, one of the factors that seems to be common in those classrooms is there are great relationships built. And that usually happens at the beginning of the year. Last year, when my daughter was a first year teacher, it was something that um, I couldn't stress enough to her. Like you have to build those relationships as the year starts out. So I'm glad we'll be talking about that today and hopefully we'll share some ideas that will be helpful to you as you start out the year this year. Yeah, I think getting back into the classroom and, and just taking that time at the beginning, I, I feel like sometimes we have to, we feel like we need to just rush into teaching everything that we need to get taught, but really taking the time to establish those relationships and let your students get to know you and you get to know your students is so important at the beginning of the school year and really throughout the school year. Absolutely. So one of the things that I've always liked to do at the beginning of the year, the very first day actually, is to write a letter to my students and just have that um, on the desk when they come in. So of course, you know, I handwrite a letter and then make as many copies of that as I might need and have that um, on the table or on the desk when they come in. And that letter just tells a little bit about myself, about, um, you know, my husband, about my kids, about um, our dogs, you know, kids love to hear about your pets, about um, what I did during um, the summer vacation, you know, some of my hobbies, things like that. Just a letter with a couple paragraphs. Um, leave that on the table for the kids. Um, leave a piece of paper and a pencil and have them write back to me. And I give very little instructions on that. I just say, write back to me. In, in the same fashion that I wrote to you. Um, so it gives me some, them some insight into me, and then um, it gives me some insight into them. And when you talked about like rushing into academics, um, it definitely doesn't rush into academics, but it does give me that great writing sample on the first day of school, which um, I love having as, as we start out the year. Something that you could do with those upper elementary kids or definitely into junior high and high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that gives them a chance to really just write about something that they know about themselves. And so uh, that's a great activity. I like that. And I think that you can make that as long as you wanted or as short as you wanted. Yeah. And it's a great, you know, those that first day, especially, there's always so many things that come up. So having the kids, you know, engaged in an activity like that, where, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like a built-in success activity, right? Because everybody can write about themselves a little bit. You know, they can write about their family members or their pets or, you know, where they maybe um, went during the summer, even if it's just, you know, to their neighborhood park or, or whatever it might be, um, where they can, you know, write down some things about themselves with the younger kids. Maybe it's 
drawing, you know, where they're telling, telling their story that way, but um, really can take up some of that time where you maybe are having to get a new kid in the door or something like that and have those kids be purposefully involved in an activity that serves two purposes. Yeah. And I think it's a great activity to continue even throughout the school year when you get new kids into your classroom, that that's the first thing that you hand them maybe yeah. as an introduction to the classroom. Yeah. So I, I like really that. like that. I like it a lot too. And, and it's just a lot of fun to read their letters, man. They always love hearing about my dogs and my cat. Mm -hmm. And throughout the year, they'll remember things that I write in that letter about, you know, my, my naughty dog that chases my cat mm -hmm. and, they will remember that throughout the year. They'll say, how were your dogs? At the, you know, there were fireworks last night. Were your dogs okay? <laughs> and they remember all of that about the pets. That's cute. Yeah, another way to build that uh, teacher-student relationship. Uh, we were watching a podcast or listening to a podcast earlier, and it's by A.J. Giuliani. Uh, Do Relationships Really Matter is the title of that episode. And we'll link that in our show notes. Yes, yes. And he talks about uh, this activity that he used to do and they, uh, they've done some research on it and it's called two by 10. And so what it is is where the teacher spends two minutes every day for 10 days with specific students, just talking about non-school related stuff and just getting to know those students. Obviously with the classroom of 40 or 45, we can't do two minutes every day with every kid, but if you uh, choose maybe three kids that mm -hmm. you're going to work, you know, and just be purposeful in having those conversations with them and really getting to know those kids and talk to them two minutes every day for 10 days, school days, yeah. um, and, and just talk, just yeah about their lives and about them. And that is a huge relationship builder. I love that. And you know, I'm thinking when you said like, we can't obviously do that with every single kid in our class. Some kids demand those two minutes out of you every day anyhow. So I think about like the kids who maybe, you know, just are quiet and, you know, keep to themselves, like having those conversations with those kids and really getting to know those kids who, um, maybe don't offer as much. I know that, that, you know, there's always a handful of kids that they're going to talk to you for two minutes times 10 every day <laughs> right. about themselves. So I think that's a great idea to make sure that you're getting that information and finding out, you know, building a relationship with, with kids that might not have an easy time doing that. I yeah. think that's a great idea. Yeah. Excellent. And just before we go on to talking about the student and the student kind of relationship, just to throw this out here, um, there's been research, and I don't know if you guys have heard of John Hattie and his research and the effect sizes, but he talks about the teacher-student relationship having a 0.72 effect size on student achievement. So what that translates into is about two years worth of growth uh, when we look at that teacher-student relationship and just saying how important that is. Yes, and that's just what we were saying at the beginning. When you look at those classrooms, you know, I think of like my daughter who was a novice teacher and she's looking around, you know, at the different um, classrooms in her in her little school and thinking like, wow, this this classroom really seems like there's a lot of success there. I'm willing to say that a lot of it would come down to this, that relationship building. Right. Yeah. And and when we look at Hattie's research, two years growth, um, you know, in that in that arena, you know, I mean, well, using this in every arena, right. I guess you'd say. Right. 
Excellent. Well, let's move on and talk about um, that student to student relationship, because of course we don't want our kids to be islands unto themselves. We want them to work together and really get to know each other. So what do you, what are your, some of your thoughts on this, Julie? I used to have the students be, get to know each other by using the name game and uh, a name quiz. So I would always give them the seating chart and they had to know everybody's name in my classroom and they had to use each other's names and they had to address each other with their names. I felt like it built that level of respect in the classroom so that um, they were able to understand each other a little bit more Mm -hmm. and it made it where it was a little bit more difficult to be mean to each other if you really knew each other and and that starts with knowing your names and that's like let's talk about names for a minute that goes for us too as you know when we talk about that teacher to student relationship going back to that um, just really emphasizing that getting to know our students names you know and and saying their names correctly you know, getting to yeah. know what their name is, what they like to go by. But this daughter that I keep talking about, that first year teacher, her name is Melissa, but we have called her Millie since she was born. And I always um, would know when I would go to her different open houses or, you know, especially in high school, which teachers really knew her. Because if they said, oh, Melissa's a great girl, I would think like, huh, they don't, you know, they, they're not really saying her name that often because she's Millie. And um, I don't even think she would answer to Melissa <laughs> if, if she was called that because Millie is just what she goes by. So getting to know our kids and, and knowing their name and saying their name correctly, you know, giving ourselves time to really learn that is so important. Yeah. Um, I saw a really fun activity um, done with just those, those littlest learners, putting the kids um, in a circle. It's an activity called Just Like Me. And having um, the kids stand in a circle and having, you know, the kids one by one just step forward and um, they make a statement about themselves, something like maybe, you know, I have one sister. And then everybody in the classroom who has one sister would take a step forward too and say, just like me. So um, getting to know each other and seeing how they're alike, like what a fun activity that is for little ones. You know, I have two dogs, just like me, you know, fun things like that. That's cute. The, the grown-up version of that uh, we used to use in at the middle school level, and it could be used at high school, really any grade level where they're writing. Um, it would be a four-circle Venn diagram, mm-hmm. and it's kind of that same idea where you put uh, students in groups of four. They each have their own circle. They write all of the unique things about them in their circle, but then the overlap circles would be what they have in common. So they would have to talk and discuss and and figure out what were two or three things that all four of them had in common. Oh, I like that. That's a great activity and really gets them thinking Mm -hmm. too, right? Looking for those things that they have in common. And it encourages that discourse and conversation immediately. I like that. Yeah. I love there's some great time filler activities too. I know that, um, you know, sometimes in these first days of school, like some days, some things go long, some things go short, and you're looking for ideas where, you know, you want to keep things moving. And I love the whole, um, would you rather just having all the kids stand up, giving them a little bit of almost like a brain break, right? Having them stand up and, you know, would you rather eat pizza or tacos? And they go to one side of the room or the other. And, you know, that again is 
it's letting you get to know about the students a little bit, but also helping them to see how they're alike and how they're different. There's some really fun questions that kids can act. And one of our other trainers, um, Susie Heinrichson, talked about um, doing that activity and that her kids love that so much that they would do it throughout the year, but the kids would come up with themes for would you rather, oh, and cool. it would be like, would you rather Marvel edition? Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, so they would have, would you rather, you know, fly on a spaceship with Star-Lord or with Rocket, you know? And <laughs> so um, she said that the kids had a lot of fun coming up with their own would you rather questions that's awesome. as the year came on. And that's building the foundation for writing arguments. Yeah. I mean, that's right there leading straight into that content area. Excellent. Of argument. So I love it. Yeah. Uh, the next kind of category moving on, so we've talked about the teacher and student and the student and student relationships, but really stepping into that teacher parent relationship. And sometimes that gets a little more difficult, I think, mm -hmm. as as the years go on. Absolutely. So when you get into middle school and, and secondary uh, arena, a lot of times we don't hear from the parents much. And so one activity that I used to use with my parents and with my students, it was called uh, In a Million Words or Less. And that was the activity that we started the school year with so that the parents are guardians. And I used to say any adult in your life can mm -hmm. fill this out. Um, it was their homework assignment. So the parents had a homework assignment before the students did. And it really was just in a million words or less. Tell me about your child. And so I got all kinds of things from parents and it was so interesting to see their perspective of the child because sometimes they're a totally different kid when they get to school. So um, it, it always helped me understand the student a little bit more and it built that relationship with the parent right off the bat. I love that. I love, I love thinking about that and thinking about how we need to remember that every single parent is sending you the very best child that they have you know they don't have another one at home that they're reserving for later they are sending you the very whatever child you have if you have their little jose or their little annie in your classroom that is the very best annie that that family has to send you they don't have another one that they're holding back so getting to know children in that way is so important i think another thing that we can do as teachers is you know take some time to um, call home and just tell parents one great thing about their kid. Just really noticing a child um, makes a difference. You know, you notice that their little little one wears purple every single day. It must be their favorite color. You know, something along those lines. You know, letting parents know that you really see their child. It means the world, and that means the world all the way up. Julie, I remember last year you talking about that with your your son, one yeah. of your high school sons that a teacher reached out to you to say something very positive about your young man. And that made a huge impact on you. Yeah, it was so impressive because a lot of times you, you know, you know your child at home, but you don't know what they're doing on the school end of it. So it was, it was a great phone call. It yeah. impressed me. I love it. I love it. Relationships is one of the most important things we can do as teachers to make sure that we get the school year started off right. Yeah, it certainly can make or break a classroom. So that's it for today. We want to thank you for tuning in to Lean Into Learning. 
which is an RPDP podcast. And this is where literacy happens with Christine Meekham and Julie Cooper. We'd like to leave you with a quote today from author Kate DiCamillo. She says, there is nothing sweeter in this sad world than the sound of someone you love calling your name.